Hi and welcome to the Psyche Podcast where we discuss all things mindset, mental well-being and living your best life. I'm your host Hannah and I'm a mindset and mental well-being coach and founder of Psyche Coaching. Welcome and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome back. It is officially October. Isn't that exciting? And I mean, I don't don't know where in the world you're listening from, uh, but I'm looking out my window and it is wet and miserable and it has been grey all day. Um, It's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) We come into a new month and the weather turns. I, September, I noticed a sudden drop in the water temperature when I was swimming in the river. That was the kind of big change. Um, And October has started sort of wet, but actually... I don't mind the rain so much, you know, we're waterproof, we kind of, we, we dry off, um, our clothes dry, it's not so bad having that luxury of a, a warm home to come home to, it's not that bad uh, for me, I know obviously other people maybe will be in different situations, but because our, um, our pop-up Hector does not like the rain at all and he won't go out for a walk in the rain and he barely will go in the garden uh, for the toilet he'll go to the door and then he'll think about it and you can see him weighing up like how much do I really need to go because he won't go out in the rain so actually uh, it's a real hibernating kind of weekend and actually sometimes we need those sometimes we need that downtime that chill time to just recharge a little bit and I say that having uh, got up and gone to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu this morning, I'm doing the same tomorrow. So it's not completely hibernating, but that's just the feeling that kind of, I'm going to I snuggle up on the sofa with the dog under the blanket, kind of watch TV, read, just chill out. Um, and, and so that's kind of my weekend. Probably not my uh, outlook for the whole of October. It's uh, for me quite an exciting month um, over the summer. I was sort of struggling a little bit with that sense of routine and um, what I wanted to focus on. So I put a few things in place that kicked off sort of towards the end of September. So I've got a lot of exciting training for some volunteer uh, roles that I'm taking on, which is all very, very exciting. So it's been quite busy uh, the last week. Next few weeks will be busy with training, but I love to learn. So that is all good. And things like the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So thank you to Shiggy. One, for the amazing, raw, honest conversation uh, that we had that was released on Wednesday. Also for the recommendation of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I am loving. Uh, And actually, this is day two of four days on the trot that I'm doing it, uh, because that's how my schedule's kind of worked out this week. Um, Also, I want to say a massive thank you to Visa, who joined us on Monday's episode last week. So thank you, Visa and Shiggy. Um, Hope you really enjoyed those episodes. Also, from Monday, I'm going back to CrossFit. So I know I talked about, I've talked about CrossFit before. It's something that doesn't work for everyone, works for me. Um, and I hadn't been going to the CrossFit gym. I'd been using the other gym for a bit. And then I was enjoying what I was doing, but it wasn't really working for me. It was much more kind of like bodybuilder style lifting, which I like lifting heavy stuff, but kind of wasn't quite my jam I quite like CrossFit because it's very varied and it's very functional so Monday I'm going back to that which I'm very excited about because I've got a group of friends now from CrossFit and it's just it's just nice it's just the community as well as the exercise Um, and as I've said before it's such a good thing for my mental health one being active great for the for the hormones it releases in your brain that sense of community and that sense of achievement. And, you know, I, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, finding something that works for you, that you are excited about, but that kind of gets your heart pumping and uh, you breathing properly because we, some re- for some reason, forget how to breathe properly as we become adults. And you can hear, <coughs> see my little wheeze coming back, my asthma. Sometimes it's, I mean, it's triggered a bit by the weather, a bit by food, a bit by stress, but sometimes I get excited and I just don't breathe properly. I just do really shallow breathing and oh, it's just weird. We, we are, we're just weird people. Uh, so um, I, yeah, I could talk about this a lot, but for me, October, it's 
something we do, don't we, when it's the beginning of the month, we kind of look forward and we kind of think, what, what is it looking like? What is my month going to be about? And and I said at the end of September that for me, October was about being open to new opportunities. So I have lots of new things starting, old things coming back. And that's something I'm going to continue to do this month is just being open to, to new things and really asking myself, if I am resistant to something, is it fear? Is there a genuine reason? And if it is just that fear, trying just to deal with that <laughs> and uh, and give it a go because it can lead to some amazing things. So that that's my thing for October. Um, and I would encourage you at the start of the month just to think, what what is your month about? What are you going to be focusing on? What do you want to get out of the month? I think it's a good thing to do. It's one of these things that... I sometimes do. I'll probably say this now, probably lose it partway through the month. That that seems to be a trend. And particularly having so many amazing conversations for the podcast, talking to so many people, quite often there'll be a suggestion then at the time. I'm like, oh, it's great. But often I don't do anything with it. And that's something that comes up in today's episode. It definitely comes up in Wednesday's episode this week. So I would encourage you again if there is something that really resonates with you and you're like I really want to try that like plan to do it do it just Nike just do it (laughs) just right you know because we can hear so much amazing stuff we can have these great ideas and then life gets in the way doesn't it and and I definitely that definitely happens to me so much so much when I listen back to episodes of podcasts that I recorded like a couple of months before and I'm like oh yeah I said I was gonna do that I got so excited about the idea and then I've just not done it and there's yeah definitely a couple of those this week so yeah if there is something that resonates with you and you want to try it make a note of it just jump right on and and try it uh, and give it a go so that's my kind of thought of the day I guess Uh, so I'm really happy to share today's episode with you we're joined by Adam Mendler who is an entrepreneur and a podcaster as well and really involved in the, the kind of leadership area and how we can be better leaders basically so if you're a leader this is for you if you want to be a leader this is for you if you don't want to be a leader this is basically this is for everyone because there are so many great skills about leadership um, about communication about interaction with other people that are so so relevant in this in this conversation so I really hope you enjoy it and I will be back afterwards let's go Hi, everyone, and I'm really happy to welcome this week's guest, Adam, to the podcast. So, Adam, welcome, and if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here and excited to be with your listeners this morning for me and this evening for you. So we're yes across the pond and playing with a little bit of a different time zone, but fun to be here. So I am an entrepreneur. I run a few different businesses. We have two different e-commerce businesses. We have a software company and I do a lot of writing and speaking on the topic of leadership. I have a podcast called 30 Minute Mentors where I go one-on-one with the most successful leaders in the world on how they got to the top and more importantly on how listeners can get to the top as well. Leading CEOs, founders, celebrities, athletes, generals, admirals, and I do a lot of speaking to organizations. I talk to businesses. I talk to nonprofit organizations. I speak at universities. And definitely stay busy, but stay busy with things that I'm passionate about. And that's what makes it all worthwhile. So uh, looking forward to diving into all kinds of fun and exciting topics over the course of our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're, you're so right. Having things that you're passionate about just makes life so much more enjoyable, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the first question that kind of popped into my head uh, when you were talking about all the amazing things you're doing is the the lessons in uh, leadership and, and talking to all these leaders. And I guess the question I have around that is, is there kind of common pattern or common themes that they mentioned that have really helped them to be successful in their careers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, so much of what I talk about. And I certainly encourage anyone and everyone interested in learning directly from the most successful leaders out there to tune in. But to 
give a few lessons. Number one, something that I hear consistently from guests who I interview, something that they tell me on air, it's something that they tell me off air, is the importance of lifelong learning. So no matter how you learn, whether you learn by picking up a book, whether you learn by listening to a podcast, whether you learn by talking to the most successful people in the country, I think it's important to have a mindset. And not only do I think it's important to have this mindset, everyone who I interview impresses upon me the importance of having a mindset focused on continual learning, continual growth. No matter where you are in your leadership journey, you could be in the beginning phases or you could be all the way at the top. You never know enough. You should never feel like you're there. You should never feel like you've learned all you need to know. A great line from Admiral James Stavridis, the former chief allied commander of NATO, great leaders are great readers. And we can expand that to great leaders are great listeners. That's another characteristic that I hear all the time. We have two ears and one mouth. I know that that's cliche, but to be a great leader, you have to be a great listener. You have to be able to take in everything that people around you tell you. There's a reason why we surround ourselves with people who are better than us. It's because we don't know it all. We can't know it all. And we need to take a step back and try to absorb as much information as we possibly can. So, I mean, those are some themes that are universal. In terms of style of leadership, really important to connect with the people you're leading. What's interesting to me is the leaders who I've interviewed, no matter what discipline they're coming from, they could be military leaders, they could be business leaders, they could be leaders in the world of sports. The style of leadership that is effective is pretty universal. I've interviewed a lot of really, really successful leaders in the military who've told me that they can count on the number of one hand and on one hand, uh, the number of times that they've been told, do this, this is an order. I interviewed a retired general who's told me that he doesn't think he's ever raised his voice in his entire career in the military. And it may be counterintuitive, but the more great leaders you interview, the more you realize that leadership isn't about yelling at people. It isn't about screaming at people. It isn't about commanding people. It's about inspiring people. It's about motivating people by getting them to do things by compelling them to do things and compelling them to do things by persuading them to do things. So it's obviously a, a complex subject and there there's a lot to it, but those are a few things that um, are some of the highlights. Awesome. Thanks for sharing this. And I, I guess with the, the leadership, this idea of inspiring people, um, then they kind of own what they're doing. Don't they? They've got that kind of internal motivation. And I'm sure we can all relate to a time when someone has told us to do something and raise their voice. And our natural reaction is kind of like, why are you telling me what to do? <laughs> and kind of defensive yeah. and oppositional. So yeah, I think that makes total sense that yeah, when you can shift it so people are owning what they're doing more, then that's going to be a much more effective way of leading and lead to a much more positive culture, I would imagine. Definitely. Now, with that said, and absolutely, I agree with everything you said. However, with that said, I do think it's something interesting worth sharing. I did an interview on my podcast a few weeks ago with General Martin Dempsey. General Martin Dempsey was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President Obama. And for listeners who may not be aware, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is the highest ranking military officer in the country, in the U.S. Um, and General Dempsey was the highest ranking military officer in America 
uh, and was the primary military advisor to President Obama. And one of General Dempsey's core axioms of leadership is that before you can be a great leader, you need to be a great follower. And that's something that I thought was really interesting. And to your point, I think it is really important that no matter where you are on your journey, that you're open to feedback, that you're open to constructive criticism, that you're open to listening to what other people tell you that can potentially help you improve, that can potentially help you get to the next level. I think that whether it's your boss or whether it's your mentor or whether it's someone who is a friend who is making an observation, a parent, I I just think that there are so many people out there who have the ability to give us advice that can help us. And, you know, it's not necessarily easy to hear things that we don't want to hear. It's not necessarily easy for us to hear that we're not great at everything. But when you're intellectually honest, you recognize that you're probably not great at most things. In fact, I believe very strongly that most people are bad at most things. I I personally am bad at I mean, I don't want to say almost everything, but I'm bad at yeah, maybe almost everything. I'm bad at so many things. And um, if you can acknowledge that, if you could accept that, and if you can be open to feedback and open to constructive criticism and be a great follower. And uh, what was the game when you're a kid, follow the leader? You necessarily need to be the leader. You could be the follower. And ultimately, once you get on that leadership journey, you can become a great leader. The other thing that I was going to say, you mentioned there about mentors. Uh, and so maybe this is a good time to kind of segue into uh, your podcast, which is called 30 Minute Mentors. And it's, it's a word that's kind of, you know, mentors and this idea of mentoring that's used a lot. And I wonder if you could briefly explain kind of what it means and the value of having a mentor and then tell us a bit about your podcast. Sure. So Mentorship is a really important topic. It's a topic that uh, I'm obviously very passionate about. I think it's really important for people to have a great mentor in their life or to have multiple mentors in their lives. But I also think it's important for people to have many mentors. And what are many mentors? It's a topic that I write about and speak about. And my definition of a mini mentor is someone who comes into your life in a more limited way. A mentor is someone who you might grab lunch with once a month or coffee with or jump on a call with on a pretty regular basis. The average men, the, the, uh, I actually recently interviewed a uh, number one New York Times bestselling author who told me this, that the typical mentor has known a mentee for at least a decade. That which is really interesting to me. And um, a mini mentor is someone who you might talk to once, or maybe you talk to them once a year. Uh, You don't necessarily need to know them as intimately, but the value that they provide can be just as impactful. It could be someone who can perhaps provide some really, really valuable insight around a particular issue that you're struggling with in your life or in your business or in your career. Uh, It could be someone who could provide a really valuable connection to you. And I think that having a broad network of mini mentors is invaluable. And through 30-Minute Mentors, I really try to provide that to listeners. My goal is to give listeners access to the best network of mentors possible. So every episode, I go one-on-one for 30 minutes with a founder or CEO of a household name company. So I've had CEO of Campbell Soup, the CEO of Deloitte Consulting, the CEO of Gold's Gym, the founder of Kayak, the founder of Square, the founder of Electronic Arts. I've had military leaders who we've talked about. I've had 
some pretty big time celebrity, Rob Lowe, Suzanne Summers, Ryan Tedder, three-time Grammy winner was on my show this past week. I've had some pretty big sports figures on the show. And the goal really is to give listeners an opportunity to spend 30 minutes with people who have made it to the top. And my, my job really is to call as much valuable, practical wisdom as I can for my guests so that anyone spending that 30 minutes listening to this show can really become more successful. It's not fluff. My goal isn't for someone to spend that 30 minutes and just sort of feel better. My goal is for, hopefully they feel better, but my goal is for someone to spend that 30 minutes and really be able to take things away that they can apply directly and become more successful. Whether it's becoming more successful in their business or whether it's just becoming more successful as a human being. So that's what 30 Minute Mentors is really all about. Awesome. And it, and it sounds like having that diverse mix of backgrounds that people are coming from, that you're getting a real variety of, of experiences and, and maybe ideas that they're, they're giving to your listeners. Yeah, that's really the objective. And I can tell you it's work that I love doing. It's something that I'm obviously really passionate about. It's a lot of fun for me. And I try to bring that joy, that passion, that just sheer enthusiasm for this to every single episode and directly to my listeners. And hopefully that's reflected in every minute of every podcast, because I really love this. It's an unbelievably fulfilling line of work. Yeah, I, I agree. I, po- I really enjoy podcasting. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And yeah, having conversations like this and connecting with people, like you said, across the pond uh, is uh, it's great fun. And you actually just mentioned one of uh, our buzzwords from this podcast, which is joy. So I'm going to throw in one of my standard questions. I ask everyone that comes on for you now, as you mentioned, joy, and that is, to ask you what always boosts your mood and what brings you joy in your life? Other than being a guest on your podcast, I mean, this is pretty joyous. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) So I don't know that this answer is going to resonate with your listeners in the UK. Before we were on air, we were chatting a little bit about your audience. And you mentioned that it's a mix of listeners in the UK and listeners in the US. So to your listeners in the UK, I'm not sure that you're necessarily going to relate to this answer, but to your listeners in the U.S., you probably will. I love baseball. Baseball brings me joy. I I just absolutely love the game of baseball. and I know that baseball is making a little bit of headway in the U.K., just a little bit. We had a couple of games this past year, Yankees-Red Sox, but I love baseball. That's one of the things that brings me joy. But there are many things that bring me joy. I, I love my family. I have a little niece and little nephew. They're three years old. and They bring me an unbelievable amount of joy. That's been two incredible additions to my life. Uh, I love staying active. I like staying just physically fit and engaged. And even during this weird period of quarantine and sheltering in place and not being able to go to the gym, I've been managing to stay active. I've been doing these home workouts and beach body and that's been different, but been a way for me to stay active. Um, I enjoy building relationships. I enjoy new relationships and old relationships. I, I enjoy my friends and I enjoy making new friends. Just enjoy living life. Awesome. I think that, I guess, you know, for me, that's what the, the joy thing is about, isn't it? It's about just enjoying living life and, and kind of making the most of it so yeah and I baseball I'm sure our, our UK listeners uh, will know what baseball is even if we're not that uh clued up on <laughs> the rules and uh teams and, and all of that uh, all of that stuff <laughs> so one of the things um and this is a, another question that I'll, I'll ask you later but one of the things we talk about a lot on the podcast is about mindset and about how that can be really important well it just is isn't it because of uh, 
you know, decisions and our behavior and, and all areas of our life. And I know one of the things that you talk about is how to build a winning mindset. So I wonder if we could talk about that and, and what that is and yeah, how, <laughs> how we can build a winning mindset. Yeah, really important question. There are a few different aspects to it. So the first aspect of building a winning mindset is staying positive. And I think it's really important to think about who you're surrounding yourself with. When you're around negative people, you're going to become more negative. When you're around positive people, you're going to become more positive. And it's just a fact of life. Even the most positive people will be made more negative if they're swimming in a sea of negativity. So take stock of who your people are, whether those people are your friends, whether those people are your colleagues, if you're an entrepreneur, who are the people you're hiring? Build a culture of positivity. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with positive people and to personally try to stay as positive as possible because we have a choice. A lot of this is our own decision. How do we approach life? How do we think about things? Do we harp on the negative? Do we harp on the positive? Is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? There are so many situations in life that give us the opportunity to really interpret and translate things and we can take a look at what's going on around us right now. There's so much negativity in the world today. I don't mean to sugarcoat what's happening with Coronavirus is absolutely terrible. It is a public health crisis. The economy is not good. I personally am quite concerned for a variety of reasons, ranging from my concern uh, for all the people who are dying and suffering and all the people who are losing their jobs and losing money. It's, it's not good. But I also think it's really important to focus on what you can control and to focus on how you spend your time. Are you spending your time in a way that is allowing you to be productive? Are you spending your time in a way that is allowing you to uplift other people? Are you spending your time in a way that is allowing you to help make things better, to push the ball forward? And the, the way that you do that the way that you start doing that starts with your mindset, starts with coming to terms with the fact that you have a choice and you can choose to be positive. You can choose to do things that will add to positivity, will add to the positivity of the world, will add to making the world a better place, or you can do things that will add to the negativity of the world. Um, I can tell you that since coronavirus, I've been getting these messages on Facebook from random people, people I don't know, but I have tons of Facebook friends. And I always joke that I have one friend in real life for every thousand friends that I have on Facebook. It's not that much of a joke. It's probably pretty true. And I get these random messages from people on Facebook, both direct messages and things showing up on my newsfeed. And it's all negative. And I just don't understand what that accomplishes. Why the negativity, people? Let's stay positive. Let's recognize that the energy that we put into the world is energy that someone else is receiving. So make that positive energy. I think that the idea of, um, of choice, like you said, and kind of choosing how we're going to respond to things and the energy that we're going to put out is yeah I, I completely agree and I imagine that it's, it's one that people can sometimes be a bit resistant to because if you are feeling negative and that everything is is awful and someone says that basically you're choosing to feel like that I think sometimes people can be resistant to that idea like well, I'm not choosing to to feel like this it's just the, the kind of situation yeah Again, I, I think it's really important to be honest about things and to be real. And I, I'm not uh, Pollyannish by any means. And 
I'm not someone who is here to say that there's no negativity in the world, that everything is just uh, roses. That's not my message by any means. I think that particularly right now, there's a lot to be negative about. And I understand why people are negative. My message is that I have two messages, really. Message number one is focus on the positive. Yes, there is a lot to be negative about, but there's also a lot to be positive about. Let's focus on the positive. Let's recognize that despite all the negativity, there is quite a lot that we can be positive about in our lives. And number two is focusing on the negative isn't helping anyone. It's not enhancing your life. It's not enhancing my life. It's not enhancing the lives of any of us. So what good does that do? Yeah, so true. And I guess one of the things I was thinking is that if you are seeing the negativity and maybe feeling frustrated about it, shifting that to kind of feel maybe optimistic or excited about the opportunity to make changes or to move or to change it in some way. So trying to, like you said, because you might look at something like, you know, what's happening at the moment and maybe find it difficult to find the positives in that situation, but then thinking, the slight shift of well, what opportunities may, might come out of this maybe or maybe new ways of working or people really reflecting on what's really important to them. So kind of shifting it because, yeah, I think sometimes, like you said, it's, it's not about having the, the rose-tinted glasses. It's not about just everything's amazing when in reality sometimes it's not. Absolutely. And again, you, you hit the nail on the head. My message isn't, this conversation isn't about pretending that things are better than they are. This conversation isn't about being naive. This conversation isn't about ignoring the evil in the world, ignoring the bad in the world. Uh, There's a lot of that and we need to be vigilant about it. We need to stand up against it. I can tell you that I personally have found so much over the last three and a half years and even longer, just absolutely disgusting, despicable, uh, awful here in the U.S. And any opportunity that I have to voice that, I will. Uh, And whether it's with my friends, with my family, with whomever it is that I'm talking to about it, I will not hesitate to express my perspective that what is happening is terrible and we can go issue by issue. And this isn't really what I talk about on my podcast. This isn't what I write about. It's just my own personal view. And when I see things that I believe are unjust, I I get very angry. I get very upset and I, I speak about it. But at the same time, I think it's really, really important not to walk around life with a burden of negativity weighing you down. Stay positive. There's a lot of reason to be optimistic. There's a lot of reason to be excited. There's a lot of reason to be happy. Find the silver lining. I did an interview with, I mentioned a little bit earlier in the podcast, the Co-founder of Square, $35 billion company, came on to 30-Minute Mentors a couple of weeks ago. And he started the, uh, the company. He, he was the co-founder um, along with his buddy, uh, Jack Dorsey. So Jim McKelvey came on. He and Jack Dorsey know each other from way back in the day. And um, Jim McKelvey actually hired Jack Dorsey when Jack Dorsey was 16 years old. And um, Jack Dorsey went on to start Twitter, became the CEO, was pushed out of Twitter, and then they started Square together. And they started Square in 2009, which was as bad an economic period as we've had since this moment we're in now. And it's, I mean, 2009 was bad. People have short memories, but I remember it and it was a rough period. But One of the things we spoke about quite extensively on the podcast was why starting a business during 
a period like that could actually be a big advantage. And Jim shared his perspective and really dove into it. And I would encourage anyone interested to listen in and to just adopt that mindset. Let's try to find the positive. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I think, yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah, great advice to, yeah, to try and uh, keep in mind. Uh, so I have some more set questions I ask everyone. So it'd be great to hear your thoughts on the rest of these. So I said joy is one of my, my big buzzwords. My other one is meaning and this idea of kind of a meaningful life. And so I'd really love to know what makes life meaningful for you. That, that's the million dollar question. How much time do we have here on this podcast? <laughs> to me, what makes life meaningful, I always tell people, that you should try to find three things, three ways to spend your time. Number one is do something that you're passionate about. Number two is do something that you're good at. And number three is do something that will make a difference in the lives of others. And if you could spend your life spending as much of your time doing that, that's great. So. I don't know that that's the meaning of life, but that's certainly the meaning of how I try to spend my time. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great three things to kind of focus on. So uh, my next two questions are um, really about mental well-being, which is kind of the broadly the the topic of our podcast. Uh, so yeah, it's two questions for for your thoughts on these. So the first one is, what does mental wellness mean to you? Well, I think we spent a little bit of time talking about it. Mental wellness is a very complex topic. I'm by no means a mental health expert. I am not a therapist. I don't have a PhD in psychiatry, psychology, psychotherapy. But mental health to me means health. I think it's important that we don't confuse physical health, mental health, and general health, they're all one big interconnected family. And it's important that we vigorously pursue each of those to the best of our abilities. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think there's something funny about mental health that for some reason is kind of excluded or kept separate from the the full kind of health discussion. But like you say, it's the same as, as physical health, general health is health. Um, so thanks for sharing that. And then the follow-on question is how you look after your own mental well-being, your own mental health. I, I try to live as, I know this is going to sound somewhat vague, but I'll try to get a little bit specific with you. But I, I just try to live as healthy a life as possible. So I really just try to take care of myself. I try to eat as healthy as I can. I try to work out as often as I can. I try to go to bed early. I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I try to see my family and friends as often as I can. I try to spend time doing things that I find fulfilling and rewarding. I try spending as much time as I can watching baseball. That is a great source of mental health for me, as I alluded to earlier in the podcast. I think it's important to spend your time doing things that are constructive, but are also ways that bring you satisfaction. So um, I, I try to spend as much time as I can on my businesses and in doing so it's, it's a lot of work, but it's also rewarding and it can be draining at times, but at the same time, when you feel drained, it's important to take a step back and to do the things that can help you recharge and refresh, whether it lit is literally just going to sleep or working out or putting the ball game on or putting the TV on or picking up the phone and calling your mom or hanging out with your niece and nephew, whatever it is, getting dinner with a buddy, just doing the things you need to do to uncharge and relax and gain some perspective and so i i just try to live as healthy a life as i can and i don't think there's any 
one size fits all answer to this question because watching baseball is a tremendous source of mental health for me. I, I just, it's, it's therapy, but for a lot of other people, it could be boredom. So I, I don't know that telling your listeners to spend three hours a night watching baseball is, is the answer necessarily. <laughs> but I have friends who I, I have this conversation with and some of them are like, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's nothing like it. And during quarantine without baseball, my mental health is suffering. But and then I have other friends who are like, what do you mean? Like, I can't play him. So it's, you have to find the thing that you, yeah, find, find the thing that does it for you. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point that, uh, you know, we're all individuals and it's not going to be the, the same for everyone. And I have not sat and watched three hours of baseball ever in my life. I'm not sure <laughs> it would work for me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's finding the thing for you. And actually what has kind of struck me with your answer, but also thinking about the, the kind of course of our conversation this week is World Wellbeing Week. And so it's something I've been talking about all week. And there are kind of five, there's lots of ways for well-being, but there's kind of five main research-backed ones. And I think all of them we've, we've mentioned at some point in this episode. So moving and the kind of exercising, connecting. So you were saying about kind of family and making connections with the people you talk to on your show and uh, leaders learning. We talked about kind of giving and that idea of doing something meaningful. And then the fifth one is about kind of being present. And I guess if you're watching baseball and you're really like involved in it and feeling the kind of joy of it, you're also very much in the moment, I would imagine. Maybe. I actually, I actually, I actually don't necessarily know that I do, but I think that you are, you are in the moment of it to some extent, but it, it is just therapeutic. It's something that there's something about the game that, helps you unwind that helps you relax that just brings you joy that's fun to watch it's just a fundamentally and to me at least a fundamentally enjoyable relaxing sport going to a game is just so much fun you get to sit outside and enjoy the great weather and sit back and man i mean there's nothing like it so you're you are in the moment to an extent but you're not a participant so it isn't quite like playing a sport i played baseball and played other sports growing up played football american football and basketball as a kid but uh it's a different kind of experience watching it but it's something that for those of us who do get joy out of it 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 is a, a true source of mental health and i'm sure that a vast majority of your listeners are probably sitting here thinking like, what is this guy talking about? What is going on here? But if you're in that silent majority right now, I'm sure there are activities that you have that bring you this same sense of satisfaction. It could be knitting. I don't knit. I've never knit before in my life, but I just found out that I have an intern that knits and enjoys knitting. And it's, it's actually a guy. It's, he mentioned it in all we just did, something that he loves doing, and that brings him joy. And it could be gardening, it could be you name it, painting. So whatever it is for you, do it. Yeah, awesome. I'm definitely going to put it on my bucket list to uh, check <laughs> out a game of baseball. And if you know when when things are kind of open again or whatever, if I can do it in the US, that would be great. And kind of, I'll see. I'll I'll try it out. <laughs> see how it works for me so my next question we, we talked about mindset uh, earlier we talked about winning mindset but I always ask guests that come on to try and describe their own mindset so to you want me to describe my own mindset yeah if you can <laughs> okay uh, I, I think I did didn't I yeah but are you able to summarize it here you go summarize it in a sentence if you can I just try to stay as positive as possible awesome so my next question, and um, and I guess on, on our show, similar to your show, we try and leave people with practical things that they, that they can try out and practical ideas. So are you able to leave the listeners with between one and three strategies that they can put in place in their life that are going to have a massive impact? So it could be around mindset, it could be around 
leadership if that's something that they are interested in, but just one to three tips that you'd like to share. Sure. So I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I'll leave everyone with this one big piece of advice, which is I believe very strongly that most people in life are bad at most things. I personally am bad at so many things that I can't even tell you how many things I'm bad at. But I believe that we're all good at a few things. And I think that we all have that one thing that makes us special. We all have that one thing that makes us unique, that makes us different. It's our superpower. And the more quickly you could figure out what it is about you that makes you special, what it is about you that makes you unique, what it is about you that makes you different, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be as a leader. So I implore anyone listening to this podcast to get on that journey. Get on the journey of self-discovery. Get on the journey of understanding who you are, understanding what it is about you that makes you special, what it is about you that makes you different. What is your superpower? Take the time to reflect. Take the time to ask yourself that question and ask others that question. Have other people give you their assessment of you. Who am I? What am I all about? What is it about me that makes me special? And it's never too early to get on that journey. It's never too late to get on that journey. But to effectively lead others, you need to be able to lead your own life. You need to be able to know yourself. And this is the way you start. Awesome. And I guess the uh, obvious follow-on question is, what is your superpower? Well, hopefully listeners can uh, – you don't know that by now? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that, is, that is the follow-up question that I'm always asked. And uh, Is it? <laughs> it? It is. I've always been good at connecting with people. That's been my skill. I've always been able to build relationships with all different kinds of people. So people of all kinds of backgrounds, of all ages. And it's a little bit deeper than that, but at a high level, it's centered around just an authentic love of people. And when you truly love people, when you love connecting with people, when you love getting to know people when you love being around people when you love just developing new relationships and and people for who they are it becomes second nature so that's my superpower and it's something that i've been able to leverage in a lot of different ways in my life and um i implore everyone listening to try to find theirs yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I think anything that's about kind of knowing yourself better and, and that, yeah, it's really, really valuable. And so that brings us to our final question, which is just where people can find you if they want to connect with you online, if they want to follow you on social media, if they want to check out your podcast, where can they find you? I try to make it as easy as possible for listeners. So anyone interesting can, anyone interested or interesting could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or interested, or you can be boring. I hope I wasn't too boring. But whether you're interesting, interested, boring, you can find me at adammendler.com. So just my name, Adam Mendler. You could also find me on social media at Adam Mendler. So on Instagram, at Adam Mendler. On Twitter, at Adam Mendler. My podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, is available at 30minutementors.com. It's also available on just about every podcasting app. So Whatever app you're listening to this great podcast on, could be iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, you name it. Just punch in 30-Minute Mentors, listen, subscribe, and enjoy. And hopefully, you enjoy as much as I enjoyed being on this podcast because this has been a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking with you, Adam. So thank you so much for, in for joining us today, sharing your amazing advice and, uh, and insight with us. Thanks for having me. So thank you again to Adam for joining us. And I love that question of what is your superpower? What is it that makes you special, that makes you different, that makes you unique? What is your superpower? And 
I've been thinking about it. I don't know. Uh, so maybe I'll reach out to my friends or if anyone's listening and from listening to episodes, if you have an idea of what my superpower is, I'd love to hear it. Um, I don't know. I, I'm guessing something around people again. Who knows? But it's something definitely to think of for yourself. What is your superpower? And yeah, ask ask the people around you if you are not sure. We have got a, a special shout out to do. And this is something um, I've, I think I've done shout outs before with people who've rated and reviewed the podcast. I'm definitely going to start doing it. So here's your little reminder, if you've enjoyed the show, to rate us, review on iTunes um, and share it with someone who you think will enjoy what we've got to say on the podcast. But I've got a special shout out to uh, someone who I guess is like one of, I'd say one of the biggest fans of the podcast, who is amazing at kind of hyping me up for the podcast or guesting on other shows or the TED Talk or or anything really (laughs) I've got going on. I guess maybe that is his superpower um, of being just so enthusiastic and supportive and I was a guest on his podcast and at some point in the future we haven't scheduled it yet but he will be a guest on this show as well and that is Nate Jones of uh, the Life Tips podcast. So it is Nate's birthday so happy birthday and uh, thank you for being such a great supporter of the podcast uh, and just generally of everything I've got going on and Nate has also left a really nice review of the podcast I know he's a regular listener probably listening to this right now so happy birthday Nate thanks for all your support and uh, for anyone else listening if you want to have a special shout out you know what you got to do rate and review (laughs) and uh, maybe I'll mention you as well I really love to to hear feedback and to hear from you all so remember, you can send me a message at Psyche Coaching, P-S-Y-K-H-E, Coaching on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. So that's it. I'll be back on Wednesday when we are joined by the lovely Esty. Please do join me then. Have a good couple of days and I'll speak to you Wednesday. Take care. Bye. <laughs>